0: Welcome, 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 everybody to the Motivate podcast show. I'm your host, Rich Wall Street Williams. And on the Motivate podcast show, we always say less, but we definitely, definitely are going to believe for more. Listen, the next couple weeks, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I want you to do something beyond, above uh, what you normally do as it relates to the podcast channel. I want you to lean in. I want you to take good notes. I want you to catch every episode that you see pushed out because I'm, I'm telling you, for the next couple of weeks, we are talking about progress in life. Whether it's progress in your business, progress in your relationship, progress with your family, your loved ones, etc. It doesn't matter. We're going to go through little tips, techniques, etc., that leads to progress, having production, having a fruitful life, a fruitful business. I'm excited about that because it's an area of life that I am personally, personally focused on, and I am just locked in and leaning into. Now, when I say lean into, I I wake up in the morning, friend, and I lean into my day. What does that mean to lean into your day? I get up with an expectation, something great, something fantastic. Something wonderful was going to happen today. I read a scripture a long time ago in Psalms one eighteen twenty four that says, "This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will, I, I will, I will." Two powerful words to me in the English language, and that is, "I will." It's resolute. It's resolved. I am going to rejoice, and and it's a conjunction, conjunction. What's your function, right? Connecting two or more thoughts. I will rejoice and be glad. Rejoice is on the inside. Being glad is on the outside. And so when I think about rejoicing and being glad, when I think about life, listen, understand this. At any time you and I are above ground, it's a great day. When I get up in the morning, uh, I am really excited. I'm grateful and I'm thankful for life because life is a present I know it's present day, but it is a present. Like on your birthday, you get a present. On your anniversary, you get a present. On Christmas, you get a present or presents, right? It's that, it's a gift, it's present moment. You gotta live in this moment. You gotta maximize this moment. And how do you maximize moment is you get up excited and you have a level of expectation. Now, if you are not doing the things that I'm going to talk about over the next couple of weeks, and I'm inviting some special guests to be on with me as well to talk about this area of progress, it is important for us to have progress in life. Now, this is extreme. What I'm about to say, this is extreme, but this is how I personally look at it. I personally believe that if I live a life, if I live a year and I'm in the same place at the end of the year. As I was in the beginning of the year, friend, for me, now this is just Rich, for me, I personally believe that I've lived a year and I wasted time. What the heck were you doing during these past 365 days? Progress is important. If we're going to have progress in life, then there's a process we got to understand that There's a there's a process as it relates to this progress. You know, we'll go through a discussion, and I might even touch on some of it today. Uh, but this is going this ongoing conversation about prophecy, uh, pro- progress, prophecy, and performance. They all go together, right? Because the way that we practice in life will determine how we perform in life, and how we perform in life is a prophecy of the way that we practice. It's a cycle. It's the cycle. Oh no! Wait. It's it's what was that? in and, and and the Lion King. Oh, the circle of life. The way that you and I practice, friend, in life. The way that we practice it determines our performance, and our performance is nothing more than a prophecy of the way that I practice. So high level performance requires high level of practice. You know, I, I I've, I've read. I mean, I watched interviews of Kobe Bryant and, and, and Michael Jordan and these great basketball players. Like one one, uh, uh, I saw one uh, video clip of uh, Kobe Bryant and other players. It was another player talking about Kobe Bryant's performance, and he said Kobe Bryant would be in a would be in a full on practice workout two to three, maybe four hours before the game and or the regular practice. So Kobe was practicing before the practice. You understand that? Kobe Bryant practiced before the practice. His mindset about practice, Michael Jordan, his mindset. When Michael Jordan first came into the league, he was pretty thin and he didn't have the level of performance that his desire and his vision was. And so they got Michael Jordan. During the offseason, and they put him on a weight program, he, he he picked up some weight, and he got a little stronger. When they did that, Michael Jordan' performance went to another level. But it was what Michael Jordan did in the offseason. It's what Michael Jordan did in between. I remember one time Kobe and Shaq were talking about their success, and Shaq was talking about where he was when they won their championship and where Kobe was, and they're talking about it. And, and and Kobe was like, man, this Shaq may be mad. He said that. In the offseason, he'd be like hanging out around the pool, having parties, eating burgers. And Kobe was still practicing. Now the season is off. It's the offseason. He's still practicing. Shaq was chilling. <laughs> but you got to understand, man, that the way that you and I, what you and I do off the field determines what we, how we'll perform on the field. Now, when I say off the field, you may not be playing a sport, but you do play the game called life. And how we practice in and for the game that we call life would determine how we perform in the game that we call life. It's all up to us, right? So we want to start with this word progress. So so what is progress? Progress simply means that the perform like right? progress. Performance is a prophecy of the way that we practice. So so progress is talking about forward or onward movement towards a destination forward or onward movement towards a destination. Progress is movement towards a destination. Now, let me just let me just put a pin in it. Let me separate movement and productivity. There's a difference between movement and productivity. There's a difference. Movement. Just because you have movement doesn't necessarily mean that you're productive. (laughs) Listen, just because you have movement in life doesn't necessarily mean that you're productive. Right. So I, I just because I punch in on my job in the morning and I punch out at night doesn't necessarily mean I had a productive day. What measures a productive day is the result at the end of the week or the end of the month or at the end of the quarter or at the end of the year. When I look back 165 just 65 days and I'm at a different level in life, whether it's emotionally, physically, uh, spiritually, spiritually, look, if I'm at a different level and I have a different understanding or a better appreciation for what I have today than I did yesterday. That meant that means to me, I am growing, I am progressing, and I have movement that's productive. I hope this is making sense. So progress, again, is forward movement, onward movement, forward movement or onward move, movement towards a destination. What's another way or another word for progress? Another word, another way for progress is development. It means advance or advancement. It also means to make headway to make headway you know i I remember looking at uh, video clips of katrina when katrina hit years ago or you just think about this anytime you you know i like watching like the weather channel or documentaries on weather hurricanes and and tornadoes etc and you ever see people walking against the wind and they're leaning forward at a 50 degrees or a 60 degrees or a 45 degree angle into the wind. That's called headway. They're leaning into the opposition. So progress is moving forward. Sometimes it's leaning into opposition. So is progress a positive, positive thing? Absolutely. Listen to this. If you got a B on your test. And then you got a B plus. If you got a B in the past on the test, and, but then you took a test and you got a, a B plus, it's progress. You're moving towards your goal. You're making progress. If you're moving towards your goal, now, that's a whole nother conversation. You know, you scroll through, see one of the videos I talked about smart goals, S-M-A-R-T. Smart goals, S-M-A-R-T. Smart goals, specific, measurable, Action-oriented, uh, uh, action-oriented, realistic or relevant, and time-oriented. That's how we track movement or progress, right? We have a, a series of goals, but um, but that's you got to scroll through them. You see the 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 title on the the the, the YouTube page um, called uh, "Smart Goals," and you, you want to click on that one because I talk a little bit about making smart goals. So this progress, friend, that I am referring to, it's, it's, it's the idea and understanding that small movement is better than no movement at all. I was watching um, uh, a, a video uh, not too long ago, and I can't remember the gentleman's name. The guy, he, he is a sports trainer, and he's usually hired by athletes when they want to increase or improve their performance and or speed and jump higher. So he's he's like a performance coach and he works with NBA players, et cetera. Right. And so there he had a a guy, there was a gentleman that hired him. And the gentleman said it was always his goal and desire to dunk the ball. And he said, because he comes from a sports family and he he like he he has relatives or brothers that like six, four, and they dunk, and he's five eight. So that challenge is before him, right? So he hires this, and again, I can't. The gentleman's name escaped me. He's the performance coach. Um, that he's a he's a he's a a um, uh, famous performance coach that athletes hire when they want to improve their performance. So so this this guy hired him, and he took him through a series of training because his goal was in two. In eight weeks, I want to be able to dunk the ball. He wanted five, eight. He wanted to be able. So there were a series of tests that he gave the guy. Like one of the tests was, I don't know if you ever watched some of these um, combine uh, sports uh, training where where they, they're they testing athletes' uh, vertical, uh, a vertical leap, their ability to jump up. So one of the, their drills was he would hang. Uh, you've seen them. They look like tabs hanging up on a pole. And then the, the, the athlete would run and jump up, and and depending on what tag or finger on the pole they hit, that let them know that the height. So he told the guy, get back about 15 feet, and then run and do a vertical jump up and, and, and swing your arm, and let's see what you can do. When he first did it, I think it was something like 27.5. Four weeks into it, he went from 27.5 to a vertical of like 30-point-something. And the guy said that if three inches, he said, on on average, he said, if you increase your vertical one inch a month, he said, that's good. But because this guy wanted to dunk in eight weeks, he said, we had to listen, catch this, we had to increase his training, which meant that they had to really focus and intensify. I know intensified is a word, the practice or his workout. And four weeks he went from twenty seven point five vertical to like thirty point five. It was at least three inches that I remember. And the trainer said that's this is really good to get in one month to increase it by three inches. He said, because for him to dunk the ball at five eight, we need to increase his vertical leap by at least six inches. So he was on track, But they were measuring his performance, and there was certain training, core training building up his ankles, building up. He said his feet had to be strong. Think about this. Those are sports oriented that dunked the ball. Back in the day, back in the day, your boy dunked the ball. Back in the day, your boy dunked the ball. Now, I didn't know anything about sports training. I I didn't know anything about um, strength training. I know that when I ran track and the type of exercise, like running heels, or taking a 45-pound plate, holding it against your chest, and stepping up on the block and then stepping down stepping up on the block and then stepping down and then going in a weight room. I didn't know at the time that that added to my ability to dunk. And subsequently, as a result, I I became better and better at dunking. It wasn't that my skill level increased as it relates to dunking. It was because my strength increased. But the whole point here is there was a workout that happened off the court that improved my performance on the court. I hope this is making sense to you. Because, friend, I I started this conversation by saying that practice, right, that, I'm sorry, that performance, our performance is a prophecy of the way that we practice. Our performance is a prophecy of the way that we practice. What you and I do off the field determines what happens on the field. In this game of life, what you and I do off the field, behind the scenes, at home, it has a lot to do what we do on the scene, on the court, at work, or out in public. It has a lot to do with it. So, so, So practice has a lot to do with our progress. Practice has a lot to do with our progress, right? So what is a prophecy? A prophecy is simply a prediction of something to come. Prophecy is a prediction of something to come. Prophecy is a prediction. It's a prediction of of what is to come. So, So the way that I practice determines my performance, and that performance is speaking to my practice. So if you want to pat on the back at work, if you want to pat on the back in in your relationship, if you want to pat on the back in your your marriage, you want to pat on the back by your children, then guess what you got to do? When no one else is watching, when there isn't anyone there to pat you on the back, my friend, what are you doing? What does your practice look like? Are Are you exercising? Are you eating right? Are you thinking right? Because as you think, you go. My lifestyle, your lifestyle is a result. Listen, listen, where we are today, where you and I are today, it is a result of what we thought, spoke out of our mouth, and consistently act. Where we are today, our lifestyle today, friend, it is the result. Of what we thought, what we spoke out of our mouth, and what we consistently acted on. Today is what I spoke out of my mouth, what I thought in my mind, and what I consistently acted on. Here's the good news if you don't like where you are today, change what you say, change what you think, change how you act. Boom. (laughs) I don't know about you, man, but I'm having a lot of fun on this side of the camera, right? So prophecy is nothing more than a prediction of an outcome, of something to come. Now, now catch this. This is great. Show me your habit, and I can predict your future. Show me the books that you can read, That show me the books that you read, and I can predict your success. Show me your habits, I can predict your future. Show me your friends. I can predict your future. You got some friends that are bad influence. Listen, you got to get away from people that have your problems and hang with people that have you answered. The pastor, uh, Pastor Mike, who's my pastor, Spirit of Faith Christian Center. Shout out to the Pastor Mike and Dr. Didi to my, in my opinion, my estimation, they are the best pastors on the planet. Don't let me get away with that. If you had a place, you got a pastor. You should be saying the same thing about your pastor. But Pastor Mike always says you got to hang with people that have your answers and get away from people that have your problems, hang with people that have your answers and get away with people that have your problem. Listen, prophecy. What, what, what's another way of saying prophecy? It's a cast. It's divination. It's a forecast. It's a foretelling. It's an Oracle. Remember in the movie, the matrix, the Oracle Remember, Ne? What's his name? Neo. Neo had to see the Oracle who gave him a prophecy about his life. It's a provision prognosis, the vision or second sight. That's a prophecy. So, so this word practice now means to perform an activity, to perform an activity or exercise a skill repeatedly or regularly in order to improve or maintain one's proficiency. Did you catch that friend? practice. Practice to perform an activity or exercise a skill repeatedly or regularly in order to improve or maintain one's proficiency. So if I want to have a high level of success, if I want a high level of results, if I want a high level of productivity in my life, in my home, in my family, At work, in my community, in my church, wherever I go, wherever you go, friend, then you got to look at what you are performing, what you are exercising, what skill building that you're doing repeatedly. If you want to have progress in life, back in the day, back in the day, I told you your boy was Duncan. I told you, I remember uh, in high school where um we we would we would have dunking con and, and i went to a high school uh how can i put this gently there weren't there wasn't a lot of people that look like me <laughs> right and so i can remember gym time the people some of my friends would say hey williams come on dude dunk the ball dunk the ball and so um because of strength training from running track um uh, I can get a couple steps away from the basket, take one or two steps and dunk the ball. One, two, bam, dunk it. Get, got an explosion off of my left leg. Boom, throw it down, right? Uh, and that's on. And I practiced dunking. I remember when I started out. I started out with a tennis ball. Boom, throwing it down. And then I went to like a volleyball, palm in the ball. Boom, throwing it down. And then I did some hand training. I took a little spring loaded. I don't know what you call it. You squeeze it like that to build up my hand strength. So that I can, you know, when I'm I'm I'm, you know, because your boy had the skill set. Come on, come on, don't hate, appreciate. <laughs> your boy had the skill set with the ball. You, you can see that you could tell, you can see that movement, right? You said, man, that's fluid. I know that's what you're saying right now. <laughs> right? But back in the day on my basketball team, I had the highest, the highest. Uh, shot and free throw percentage on my team back in the day. Why? How did I have the highest shot percentage and free throw? And the position I played, I was like a power forward uh, center. You know, I'm 6'1". Then I was 6'1", 165 pounds. Now I'm 6'1", about uh, 2'8", 2'9", 2'10", something like that, right? I'm about 35, uh, actually more than that, you know, about 40, 45 pounds Uh, heavier now than I did when I graduated. But back in high school, I was about 165, 168 pounds. And I was a power forward. I'm 6'1", 165 pounds, 160. You know how thin that looks? I was was the power forward or center. I'll never forget, I'm going down memory lane now. I'll never forget, I'll never forget. And, and, And if he's watching this video, come on, man. Don't take it personal. You handed the keys to the kingdom over to me. Our center at the time, his name was Mr. Brian Bowers. I'll never forget. Brian Bowers was the starting center for our basketball team. Brian Bowers got sick. I'm the number six man coming off the bench. I wasn't even a starter back then. I was a sixth man coming off the bench, even though your boy had skilled. Boom, throwing it down, right? Brian Bowers got sick. He was out for a number of weeks. I'm like, OMG, I have practice in my mind for this moment. And I'll never forget, it was a Friday night basketball game. We're playing away at a high school called Dallastown High School. And in that game, my coach put me in. I was blocking shots, stealing balls, scoring. As a matter of fact, the newspaper, our local newspaper, the next day, the York Daily Record, the next day, when it got to the sports section, and talked about our team. It says Rich goes bananas. That's exactly what it said in the article. It said the lanky six foot one center went bananas. That's what it said. What, why? Because the way that I practice, right? I had the highest shot and free throw percentage on my team. In the off season, in the summertime, I will go to the basketball court by myself and I will show, shoot free throws after free throws after free throws over and over and over and over again. I practiced that 12, 10, eight foot turnaround jumper hook shot. Remember that uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar hook shot, right? I didn't need, my coach didn't really like that shot. You know, you want to be turning face to basket. Williams turning and face to basket, but it was a high percentage shot. And it was, it was, it, it was, I had hops, I could jump. I'm 6'1. I have long arms, right? And so that hook shot was very hard to block. But my turnaround jumper, 12 foot, 10 foot, 8 foot, coming off the swing, throwing the ball. You know, you see Steph Curry today. That's my style, except I wasn't a three-point shooter. I'm like eight feet, 10 feet, uh, 12 feet from the basket. Turn around, boom, hit it. Why? I practiced that shot over and over again. I understood that I needed to be productive in my game, right? And so, practice was the way that I accomplished it. Here's, uh, I read this phrase and I love it. It says, don't play it until you get it right. Play it until you can't play it wrong. What separates amateurs from professionals? An amateur practice it until they get it right. Pros practice it until they can't get it wrong. Amateurs practice it until they get it right. Pros practice it until they can't get it wrong. That's the difference between an amateur and a pro. Amateurs stop when they achieve something Professionals understand that the initial achievement is just the beginning. The initial achievement is just the beginning. Amateurs versus pros. Amateurs have a goal. Professionals have a process. Amateurs have a goal. Professionals have a process. Friend, what is your success process? what process do you have in place what practice regimen do you have in place that's going to enhance your performance because remember our performance is simply a prophecy of the way that we practice man I, I don't know about you, but I really had some fun on this conversation. I'm just—we're just getting in. This is just the entry level of this conversation. I'm gonna have people on. We're gonna be talking about performance. We're gonna be talking about practice. We're gonna—we're gonna be talking about productivity. Because my goal, my aim in life is—my goal is to help others win in life. See, I'm—I'm—I—I'm I'm, I'm passionate about getting people passionate and excited about things they cannot see. And so on the Motivate Podcast Show, friend, all remember, we say less, but we we definitely believe for more. Listen, friend, like, share, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification button, because we want you to be locked in to what we're doing. I hope this has been beneficial to you. Motivate Podcast Show, we say less, and we definitely, definitely believe for more. I'll see you.